Hi everyone, welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. And Happy New Year! This is the first episode of 2023, so I hope you guys had a fabulous holiday and you just enjoyed it with friends and family, got some rest time, got some party time in, and you're ready to hit the ground running in 2023. So given that it was the first episode, I really wanted to talk about healthy eating habits and why we actually struggle with those. Uh, Usually in the beginning, we're super motivated, super on point and all the things. And then what happens in, depending on the person in a few weeks, in a few months, whatever, it kind of just like, falls off, you go on vacation, you have, uh, you get out of your routine, whatever. And it's just a struggle. And I see this cycle over and over and over again. And I want to talk about the four things on why that happens. And then of course, what to do instead. Okay. So if you are somebody that struggles with that, this is going to be the perfect episode for you. Highly recommend if you're driving, this is one that you do want to take notes on. Uh, I feel like you should take notes on every podcast, but <laughs> this one in particular, just because it's going to be super applicable to everybody. Uh, this, it, I mean, it, it's something that I see all the time, whether I'm working with people at the gym, whether I'm working with people in doTERRA. It is a real struggle for people to to stick to their eating healthy eating habits, and it is one of the biggest factors. I would say, I would argue the biggest factor in changing your health. Okay, it it's such a, a huge component of that. Like you can really do a lot of change and good for your body by just changing your eating habits more way more than you can actually just exercising. Obviously, the combination of the two is really just where you want to be. But if you really just work on your eating habits, you'll see more changes in your skin, in your energy, in your sleep, in your body, in all like your brain fog, focus, all that. You'll see more changes than if you just changed exercise. And like I said, doing them together, that's the secret sauce. But my point is, <laughs> it's very important to to look at your eating habits and it it can be game changing. OK, so uh, I'm not going to go into like my my whole story and spiel on on how it changed my life. But that's why I am sitting here right now on this podcast is because I went very drastic. <laughs> I went raw vegan and I saw I went from like regular standard American diet to raw vegan and I saw the drastic changes that that had on my body, on my skin, on my weight, like everything. And if it clicked when I did that on, oh, food is powerful. Like food is like just more powerful than I think most people realize. Uh, But we're also surrounded by so many uh, distractions and there's so much information out there and there's just so much that it's easy to, to get lost in the, I don't even know, the hoopla (laughs) on eating habits. So, all right, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to go through four things that you're messing up (laughs) and how to fix them. Okay. Some of you guys are doing all four. Some of you are doing one or two, three. Most people are doing all four. Not going to lie to you. Okay. All right, so like I said, pen and paper, save this for later. 
Right? Notes, if this is a tip, okay, I'm gonna give you another tip, not related to eating habits, but related to taking notes on a podcast when you really can't and like you can't like take like physical notes. So I, um, like many of you are, I listen to podcasts in the car. And what I do, if I'm like, ooh, that's a nugget, I definitely want to remember that later, I'll open up a notes thing on my phone and I will um, just transcribe, like, you know, the you use Siri to, to text, uh, speech to text, and I'll just uh, talk it into my phone. Uh, or you can do a voice recording or something like that, and I'll just do that. And then later, I you know, since it's in notes, it's on my computer already, you know? So... Highly recommend doing that if you're online, grab it in notes, whatever you're doing, get some notes. Okay, number one, your diet's too strict. Okay, so when we get that motivation, when we get like when we join a gym or when we, you know, start, you know, the new year, like many of you guys are, uh, if you're listening since the beginning of the new year, and you're just like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm cutting out sugar, I'm cutting out this, I'm cutting the, cut it, oh, 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 cut it, cut it, cut it, and we, we get so strict because... And what happens is you went from one end of the spectrum, right? Especially if you would knew you were doing this, a lot of times we go ham. We go crazy. Some of you guys started on Thanksgiving and haven't stopped. And you're like, it's all right. On January 1st, I'm going to just cut out everything and I'm going to start fresh. Uh, and what happens with that, there's a, mil- there's a million things that happens with that, right? Most people cannot sustain that, okay? You can do it for a little bit. Because like I said, you have that motivation and you're like, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this. But what happens is you you cut, you basically chop yourself, like you cut, you cut your feet off, right? Because you're like, you you cut out so much stuff that it becomes so unrealistic to actually stick to that long term. And I know you've heard the thing like it should be a lifestyle. And there's a reason why that's a cliche, because it's true. You should be thinking of your diet as a lifestyle, okay? If you are thinking of it as, okay, I'm just gonna do this for a little bit and then I'm gonna go back, you're gonna be stuck in this endless cycle. So if you start something and you make it so freaking strict, it's gonna be really hard for you to one, maintain that and for you two, to live your life, right? Like, what are you gonna do when you go to a party or when you go to a restaurant or when you go to, you know, whatever, on vacation, uh, is it doable to stay that strict? Yes. But is it, is it realistic? Is it going to be something that you can sustain forever? Probably not. Okay. It's really hard. Now that does not mean that you can't do something. I'm not recommending to do something as a jump start, but, and we'll, we'll talk about that when I get to what you should do instead. It just means Think about how strict you're making yourself and where you're starting, okay? So instead of going super strict, okay, so what we don't, the the issue, the the first issue is being super strict, okay? What you want to do instead of doing that is figure out, one, are you doing, if you're like, Amy, I really just want to have like a jump start, okay, fine. If you want to do a jump start and for like a month cut out like wheat and sugar and things like that just to like maybe alcohol just to get like a jump start. I get it. Okay. But recognize that you are in a jump start. Okay. Because a lot of times we tell us, I'm not, I'm never going to have this again. I'm never, we make these like absolutes to ourselves that are so unfreaking realistic. And what happens is when you break that, that thing, the absolute that you made to yourself, you go, you spiral down. Most people do. Okay. So if you want to have a jump start, that's fine. 
But before you start that jumpstart and you're like, hey, man, I already started it. All right, it's fine. If you already started it, still work on what you are doing after that jumpstart. What is the plan? What is the plan? You have to have one because if your plan or one, if you don't have one, you're just going to go back to your how you were eating or if that is your plan to go back to how you're eating, guess what? You're going to get the same results that you had when you were eating that way. Okay. I see this all the time. So the, the uh, 75 hard is a challenge made by Andy Frisella. That has been a big, um, a big like thing that people do in, in the mastermind that I'm in. And this is no shade to anybody, but I see a lot of people do that that 75 hard is 75 days, right? And you can look up, look, look up what it is, but you get results. If you do the 75 days, if you do it, you will get freaking results. It's like almost impossible not to. Um, but what I see is that people go right back to where that, what they were doing before. And then they gain all the way back. They, it's, they're right back where they started. So sure, they have, they have all these great results on day 75 and they're like, yeah. And then shit hits the fan again. Right, because they didn't have a plan on what to do on day seventy-six and forward. Okay, so don't let yourself get stuck in that trap. If you are going to do a jump start that maybe in the beginning of the year, maybe for like the first month, two months, whatever, what is your plan after that? How are you going to continue on this journey of creating a healthy lifestyle with eating? Okay, you and the the thing that's really important to understand on why you want to make this a lifestyle is that how you were eating before, right? Like, let's say, let's say you are like trying to lose 30 pounds, how you were eating before you started on this journey to lose that 30 pounds is how you got to be 30 pounds overweight. Okay. It's, it may, it may be very slow, right? It may have been like, you didn't really see it. That depends on the person. But it's not serving you anymore, okay? So instead of thinking of it, oh, I need to go on a diet. No, you just need to slowly but surely change your lifestyle because the lifestyle that you are on right now, and assume, like I mean my right now, like if you haven't changed your diet, it's it's not serving you. It's not getting you the result that you want. So if you want a different result, you have to do different habits. I talk about this all the time right? Like it is not serving you. And once you, once that clicks on like, okay, I'm not dieting. I'm just changing the way I eat because the way I was eating is not getting me where I want to go. Or I'm not happy with the results that I'm getting from eating that way. However you want to phrase it. And when you think of it like that, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) And that doesn't mean that you cut out pizza forever, right? It means maybe if you're having pizza five days a week, and of course I'm being a little exaggeratory, but sometimes I'm not. I see a lot of journals <laughs> and I talk to a lot of people and maybe you're having that five times a week. That's not serving you. It's not. So maybe you cut it down to once a week. Okay. So it's about adding in good things. So instead of being strict, adding in good things to crowd out the, the, and I mean, I'm just going to say it, to crowd out the bad stuff, okay? There are certain things that just, if you eat them over and over and and day in, day out, it's going to contribute to a lower, it's going to contribute to a lower, uh, on the, I don't even know how to say it, 
which is it's not going to be a great diet. I'm trying to say it like all PC. I don't know why I'm trying to be PC, but it's going to make you feel like crap. Okay. It's going to make you feel like crap. So if you are constantly eating like a bunch of processed foods and uh, just things that are just full of just bad fats, there's good fats, bad fats, all that bad fats and uh, really processed carbs, you're going to feel like crap and it's, it's not going to get you the results. So you want to start bringing in the good. Okay. The good is whole foods is going to be the best thing to crowd all that out. So lots of whole foods, lots of minimally processed foods. That means you, if, if, if it's processed, basically if it has a barcode, um, that's a very, very general, of course you can, I know like grapes come in a bag and they have a, a barcode. You guys know what I mean, right? Don't get stuck on the, on the, the little semantics. Okay. In the general, you know what I mean? Okay. So if it has a barcode, you want to turn it around, look at the ingredients. Can you understand all the ingredients? Do you know all the words? That is the, that's the easiest way to find something that's typically minimally processed and doesn't have a lot of crap in it. Okay. Start bringing those foods in and you will see how that starts crowding out the bad stuff. Okay. Also know that when you are doing this, right, when you're doing it slow and steady, it takes time for your taste buds to, to update <laughs> basically. And it happens. Okay. It happens. I used to freaking live for frosting, like right, like just frosting on cakes and cookie and and, uh, and I guess some cookies have frosting uh, and cupcakes. I cannot stand regular frosting. It's too freaking sweet. I could taste the like the artificial um, flavoring that they you know like they put like almond extract and all that. I cannot. I cannot. And I used to. I used to just like love that. I used to eat it out of. I, I distinctly remember as it like in high school coming home and like eating frosting out of like the, you know, the little cans that they come like, come on, that that's where I was at. Okay. And now I can't even imagine doing that. I would like barf all over myself, but it's because my taste buds have changed. My eating habits have changed just slowly and surely. Okay. So remember that. Okay. And just know like a lot of this stuff is not going to be, um, it's not going to taste the greatest to you at first, but I'm telling you, the more you just have that little bit of uncomfortableness and that's why you do it slowly. If you, if you do everything, you're going to be miserable and it's the odds of you sticking to it are going to be a little bit harder. But if you're like, you know what, I'm going to try this cauliflower crust pizza. I'm going to see how it goes. Okay. And you're like, all right, it's, you know, it's not as doughy and like pillowy as regular pizza but it was good it was good it was good it was good all right I got I got this I got this like in that so going back to the five times a week pizza you're like okay once a week I'm gonna have my cauliflower pizza and don't again don't get stuck on like it cauliflower pizza does have like it has higher fat and all this stuff it's still it's still pizza you know what I mean but it's better than having like dominoes five times a week and you're like okay cool 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 and then what happens eventually you're like damn I need some cauliflower pizza you know, and I, I, again, we're not cutting out regular pizza. Every once in a while, you're like, I just want a slice. But let me tell you, and I know some of you have experienced this. You have that slice, right? Let's say you go a while and you're like, okay, the cauliflower pizza is hitting the, hitting the spot. I don't really need any more. I don't really need regular pizza. And then maybe you're out. I mean, I'm from New York. So maybe I, you're, you are from New York too and you go visit New York or maybe you don't live there anymore and you go and you're like, I just want a damn slice. And then you're like, oh, 
that gave me a stomachache. <laughs> or you're like, you will, your body will start telling you, yeah, we don't like that anymore. That's, it's, it's, it sounds like, oh man, I don't want to get a stomachache from pizza. But I, you know what? There's so many things that sometimes my brain tells me that I want, you know? Because it's it's something that I used to eat all the time or it's just, you know, I was something that I grew up eating and I'm like, okay, I need to have this. But then my body is like, no, ma'am, we don't like that anymore. We like the other stuff. When you give us the other stuff, we run like a million bucks when you give us that. We're like, eh. So it's just a matter of like breaking that. And sometimes it takes like having that, that feeling and being able to be like, all right, pizza, me and pizza. We don't get down like that anymore. I have it every once in a while, and it's cool, right? And that's okay, okay? So that's that's what happens when you're not too strict, and you just do it slowly but surely, and you make it lifestyle change and lifestyle habits because the habits that you have were not serving you, okay? Number two, your macros are out of whack, okay? What do I mean by macros? Uh, this is... I'm not... <laughs> I'm going to try to not go super deep on this because I want to give you really... I want to spend most of the time giving you action steps on this, but macros are protein, carbs, and fats. Those are the three main macros. Those are uh, typically like when somebody's like, oh, what are my macros? It's like, you have to have this many carbs, this many pro- this much protein, and this much fat, and that totals up for to your calories for the day, right? What happens is you either have too much fat, too many carbs, or too little protein. It's very rare that somebody's eating too much protein. Like that is... I. I have yet to see it, see it. I've seen it. <laughs> I've yet to see it. And I've seen a lot of journals over the years. I've seen a lot of people, people's foods. I've seen a lot of things. And I have yet to see somebody that was eating too much protein when they came to us. So how do you know what you are doing? Right? Uh, one tracking in my fitness file is going to be the, 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 the one that most people know, the go-to, right? So I'm not going to go on that because most people know what that is. You just, you weigh your food, you measure it, you put it in my fitness file, um, and it will tell you exactly what your carbs, fats, and proteins are. Uh, and I mean, your, did I say? Yeah, carbs, fats, <laughs> carbs, fats, and proteins, as well as your calories. Um, just be mindful. Uh, I see this all the time. If you are doing stuff in my fitness pal, remember that my fitness pal is, um, anybody can do an entry, so anybody can put any food in there, and I have seen so many wrong entries. So just for for years of doing it, I know what like the 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 calories and like the carbs on like certain foods are. So I can spot check somebody's thing and see that it's out of whack. So just be mindful of that. Just know that it's it's not like full like it's not like uh, there's mistakes basically. So just be just be careful with that. Okay, and I will explain how to um, get your your macros in a second. But the other way, um, instead of like, so the problem is your your macros are out of whack, and that can really affect things. And you can track it, but I get it. Tracking is is a pain in the butt. It really is. And I I also feel like the healthier you eat, the harder it is because if you if you're eating like a salad, like you have to like track each little thing in the salad, right? So I mean that that's hard, right? So here's what. Um, I highly recommend, and it's what we actually do at the gym, is once you know your your calories and once you know your carbs, protein, and fat, which uh, I'll get, uh, instead of, I'll just tell you how to get that. One, you can message me and I will 
send it to you. I can do it in two seconds. Um, the thing is that there are a lot of calorie calculators out there. Um, I like Precision Nutrition's calorie calculator. Just be, you have to be conservative, okay? When you are using those calculators, uh, a lot of times we overestimate our activity. So for example, I uh, do a 45 minute workout with my trainer. I don't put that I'm working out for 45 minutes when I'm doing my calculator. I actually put like 30, 35 minutes. Uh, and I do that because there is rest time, right? There's rest time. There's times where I'm like taking a breath, <laughs> like just taking a drink of water. So you're rarely, rarely, rarely working out for 45 minutes. And if you are working out for 45 minutes, it's usually like a walk, which you should scale down anyway, because it's not going to be as strenuous as like a 30, a 45 minute weight lifting session. Um, that's what I mean. Be conservative. Don't, don't put like, be, be wary of doing like, okay, I work out five days a week and your working out is walking and yoga. Listen, I don't, I think that's great if that's what you're starting with, but just know that uh, the, those calculators are usually putting workouts as like, uh, burning a certain amount of calories and walking and yoga don't typically meet up with that. Right. So just what I'm saying is like, be careful because what you can do is overestimate your exercise and end up eating more calories than you need. Okay. Also recognize that it's, it's going to take, it's usually they, if it's a good calculator, it'll ask you if you're sedentary, like what you do for work. Most of us are sedentary. Uh, like I am hundred percent sedentary. I sit behind a desk all the time. Even if I'm training one or two sessions, like that's still sedentary. And even if you are somebody that like gets up and like walks around, you have to consider that you may have gotten used to that. So put light. Okay. It's very rare that somebody needs to put like, um, I forget what the, the, hold on, let me pull up. I have my calculator. Stand by. Um, okay. So it's usually goes by sedentary, light, active, active, and very active. It's, it's very rare that people that I, I put anybody at active or very active. Like you have to be like a construction worker or something like it's, it's very, very rare, like a mover or something like somebody that's like really moving. So be careful with that. Um, then when you're doing, so that will give you your breakdown. Okay. Um, and it will also give you your macros. Like I said, use precision nutrition, uh, the precision nutrition's calculator or message me and I will, cause I will make it <laughs> very conservative so that you can actually, it actually is what it needs to be. Okay. So if you don't want to track on my fitness pal, once you get your macros, right? So you have your calories and you have your protein, carbs, and fats. What you want to do is you want to break it down by serving. So a serving of carbs is about 30 grams. Uh, this is why I said get a pen and paper. <laughs> a serving of carbs is 30 grams. A serving of protein is 30 grams. And a serving of fat is 14 grams. So I've already got some numbers here um, and just bear with me if you're driving, but just kind of visualize what I'm saying. Okay. So let's say um, I'm telling somebody that they're going to have 1500 calories. Okay. Which equates to uh, 113 uh, grams of carbs, 150 grams of protein and 50 
grams of fat. If you break that down, if you break that down by what I just said, 30, 30, 14, so let's start with the carbs, right? The carbs are 113 total, right? So if I take that divided by 30, right, because that's how many servings a carb serving is, you get 3.4, we'll round up to four. So like three and a half, four servings of carbs a day is what that equates to. So you don't necessarily need to track that in my fitness pal, but what you do need to pay attention to is what actually is 30 grams of carb, right? So it's in a nutshell, it's three fourths a cup to a cup of a starchy carb. That could be sweet potato, beans, lentils, rice, brown rice, pasta, quinoa, fruit counts, or just like one piece of fruit, popcorn. Um, it, it's about 30 grams, okay? So does that make sense? So you would you would basically take, so let's say you have to have 100, and I forgot what the number was, 118, right? 113. Um, if you have to have 113 grams of carbs, you're having about three and a half to four servings a day. Each of those servings is 30 grams. Does that make sense? So you are not, you can just track that. You can track, okay, I'm gonna have one serving um, each. Uh, for, let's say you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's one right there, right? Because you need four. And then you have one snack. Or you can split it up. You can have um, like one, one and a half, one and a half, right? That would equal four. So you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just depending on how you want to split it. Okay, so that's how you would do it without tracking. Same thing for the protein. So the protein, uh, go back to my thing, it was 150. Divide that by 30, you want to have five servings of protein a day. Uh, it's It works out to like three to four ounces of meat, right? So uh, it's in, go for lower, um, leaner meats, ones that are not so high in fat, because we're going to get to the fat in a second. So that could be, um, yogurt, yogurt will obviously say how many servings, uh, it's in it. So that'd be pretty easy. That could be like deli meat. I love Applegate. Um, that could be, uh, I, I actually, I know a lot of people don't like this, but I really love like canned sardines and canned salmon. I freaking love that stuff. I can put that in a salad and it's so good. Um, just like chicken breasts, chicken thighs, all that. Okay. Three to four ounces. Three to four ounces is actually not that much. So most people eat five to six ounces. So if you're, again, split that up how you want it, you have five of those a day. Okay. Remember it's three to four ounces, but if you're doubling it up, you probably can get away with having it at like three meals. Got it? Does that make sense? Okay, next one is fat. Same thing. So going back to my example, we had 48 grams of fat. You divide that by 14. That leaves four servings of fat a day. And that works out to about a tablespoon or about a thumb size. Like that's how much like if you had like... um like mayo or something, like if you didn't, like if you don't have an actual tablespoon, that's how much you would estimate it, okay? So this is where a lot of times we, when if you're just like throwing your your olive oil on there, your coconut oil, whatever, oil adds up. And listen, I love me some fat. I love avocado. I love coconut oil. I love, like it's just so good. It adds up and it adds up quickly because it's a very dense food. So just pay attention to that, right? See how many servings have four a day. And then the last one 
is veggies, green veggies, most and like and like onions. I know those are not green, but so all green veggies and like cauliflower and onions and peppers and carrots have at it. Go for it. Have as many as you want. Okay. I promise you, um, like people will get worried with like carrots. You, you're not, you're not gaining weight because you're eating too many carrots. I promise you that. That's, it's pretty freaking hard <laughs> to have, to have too many carrots. Okay. So go for it with that. Okay. So that's what I mean by if your macros are out of whack, that's an, that's a, a more doable and realistic way to track them without tracking it in my fitness pal. Just say like, these are the, these are the amount of servings I need to have for each of those each day. And then get a freaking piece of paper or like make a chart and just be like, okay, I had one, two, three, four. I had one, two, three, four, five. I had one, two, three, four. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't stress yourself out about it, but pay attention to it. If this is something that you want, if you really want to make a lifestyle change, any change in your life takes a little work, sometimes a lot of work. Okay. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. You're going to make mistakes, but it's, it's worth it. And over time, you will find yourself just automatically doing this because you're building a habit, okay? So number three is your weekends and weekdays are drastically different, right? Most of us have routine when we're at work, right? We have like a, a I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Uh, I pack my food. I do this. I do that. I have my, my protein shake after uh, after that meeting. I always have a two. I have this. Like you have like a routine. And then on the weekends, you are like a feral cat and you eat whatever the hell you want, right? That's when you have date night. That's when you're driving the kids all over the place. That's when you're hanging out with your friends, that you have brunch. And listen, I'm not saying not to enjoy those things, but if you are being like super strict or like you're on it during the weekdays and then on the weekends or whatever, whatever that works out to, because it may be different, like especially if you don't work Monday to Friday, but you guys get my point. It's like if, if you have four or five days that are like you're – good and then two days that are just completely out of whack it will affect your results it will because you're doing this you're constantly doing this up and down up and down up and down up and down and it's really easy to going back to number two to let your macros and your calories get out of whack on the weekends it adds up quick especially with alcohol so and that's usually when most of us have our, our, our alcohols on the weekend so if instead of doing that, instead of having this back and forth, just like, okay, I'm not going to track on the weekends. I'm just going to enjoy myself. And, and I'm, I say enjoy like in quotes because you can 100%. I enjoy every freaking weekend and I'm not eating like I'm never going to see food again. <laughs> and I mean that with love. But that was kind of mean. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Okay, so what, what I want you to do is recognize that those are two different things. You're going to have a weekday routine and then you need to put in place, or I highly recommend, you don't need to do anything, but if you want to get results, it's really important to put in a weekend routine. What does that mean? It means if you know your weekends are crazy, it means maybe you have, instead of having the one protein shake that you have during the day, or maybe, you, I mean, during the, the week, maybe you actually don't even use protein shakes during the week because you're you're good to get it to, with your food. Maybe you need to incorporate protein shakes for the weekend. And what does that look like? That means maybe you need to put the powder in in the shaker and then bring it wherever you're going and then add water somewhere or have it already made, right? Maybe it means you need to have, uh, maybe you're not a fan of protein bars, 
But guess what? It's better to have a, a protein bar. Like, I'm actually not a big fan of protein bars. I feel like, um, for me, like, they have, like, they usually have, like, fat and carbs and all stuff. And I, in the, the size that they are, I feel like I could eat, like, whole foods and get more. And I'm always a proponent of eating more food. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of those, like, in my everyday life. But you best to believe I get protein bars when I'm traveling or when I know I'm having a busy day because it's better for me to get, I'd rather have that than know, oh, I didn't get enough protein in today, you know, or I don't have any snacks, so I have to just grab something and it's not the best, but it's all that this is. I'm going to eat my own arm if I don't get anything, right? So what is your weekday routine? What is your weekend routine? What is your travel routine? If you travel all the time, I was just having this conversation with somebody and they, it's somebody that he travels all the time. And it's like, he's like, oh, well, when, when I'm always traveling for work. So when that, you know, when I'm not doing that, I'll be able to get on it. I'm like, what are you, does your job include travel? <laughs> he's like, yeah. And I'm like, so that's your life. Like we have to talk about like what to do. When you are traveling, it, now we, we need a travel routine and we need a, when you're at home routine. Okay. You just need those things. You just have to start thinking of that. So if you are going all over the place, what is your routine? Maybe you find that you don't drink enough water, which I'm going to talk about in number four. What do you need to do so you can drink more water? Maybe during the week you, you're fine with your 20 ounce water bottle because you're, you have access to fill it at the water, fill it, what, what have those, the water fountain. But during the weekends, you're all over the place and then you're freaking thirsty. Maybe you need to buy a 64 ounce water bottle for 20 bucks. <laughs> so to save, you know, I'm all, you know, I'm all about the efficiency. So now you have a weekend water bottle and on the weekends you fill that bad boy up. So, you know, I got my 64 ounces of water. Do you know what I mean? Like put those things in place and create a routine. You need to look at what, what's stopping you and how do you fix it? Okay. So look at those things. Okay. Number four. Last but not least, is you are not taking in all the other factors, okay? So other factors that that affect you your eating habits are um, your sleep, your water, your exercise, obviously, and then looking at those and, and looking and also like, I don't even know what to call these. I don't know if they're factors per se because they're not by themselves, but what is your hunger, what is your craving and what is your energy? If you are one of my nutrition clients at the gym, if you're at IPT, you know we ask those every single time. And it may get annoying, but there's a freaking reason why we're asking those and I'll explain it, okay? So uh, first on the water, sleep, exercise. So sleep is so important. Your body needs to repair. You need to, that your body is is literally a machine, okay? It's a very complex machine. It is it is a very, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it, but you definitely need to let it do its thing, okay? You need to let it repair, let it, that's why when you're sick, that's why you sleep so damn much, because your body's trying to fix shit. <laughs> so it's the same thing during the day. I mean, during a regular, you know, regular life, you've been doing all this stuff. You've been go, go, go. Your body's like, all right, when you're sleeping, that's when we're going to work. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So when you cut that short, fucking shit up <laughs> you really are and when you do it long term you're really messing things up so work on your sleep and pay attention to if you have trouble sleeping maybe you need to have starchy carbs people always want to cut out carbs i'm like stop cutting out freaking carbs you need carbs it's a freaking just change the carb 
cut out if you're gonna cut out something cut out like breads like super processed breads cut out like tons of pasta like all the processed stuff bring in potatoes sweet potatoes uh, brown rice white rice bring on all things oatmeal those are great fruit oh my goodness eat some fruit bring in those things okay if you're having trouble sleeping make sure you're having a starchy carb at night that's gonna help you sleep if you are craving um a uh what the hell i lost my train of thought if you're craving like in the morning you're like oh my god i need a donut odds are you're not eating enough starchy carbs at night or you need to eat one for breakfast instead of like trying to like deprive yourself of something that your body needs give it the good stuff again going back to number four so you can crowd out the bad stuff okay so that that sleep is super important and i could do a whole podcast on that and maybe i will but make sure you're getting enough sleep. Water, half your body weight in ounces. I cannot tell you how many people do not drink enough water. A lot of times you are not hungry. You're freaking thirsty. Drink some damn water. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason why every animal lives on water. Like my dogs drink water. They don't, I don't even need to tell them. They just drink water all the damn time. Okay. So much so that I have to. I had to put a water thing in my bedroom so that when we close the door at night, they can drink water, okay? Water is so important, and it, it helps crowd out all the other drinks that are going to be um, the high-caloric drinks and, like, the Cokes and the, all the things. And if the more water you have, the less of the other stuff you typically want, okay? Exercise, obviously, that's going to be, that's just going to make, take your results to the next level. But hunger, energy, and cravings, why it's important to pay attention to those. Hunger. Are you hungry? When... Uh, I'm going to say something that a lot of people may be like, what? It's it's not the end of the world to be a little bit hungry. And what I mean by that is, let's say you eat at 9 in the morning and at like 11, 11, 11.30, um, and you typically eat at 12, you're like, man, I'm a little hungry. It's not the end of the world if you go like an hour or 30 minutes being hungry, you know? Like, it's okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you can't eat. Like, if you can, sometimes just eat, right? Like, if you're, like, starving. But it's but pay attention to, like, are you eating? Are you really, really hungry? And it's okay to be just a, just a little bit. And that's just your body saying, hey, I'm ready for food. That's all that is, okay? But you on the other end of the spectrum, you want to pay attention to if you're, like, ravenous, right? But it's it takes a little bit to distinguish if, you're, if, you, if your body actually wants food or if your brain wants food, okay? So hunger is typically, the, and it goes hand in hand with cravings because a craving is typically when your your mind wants something. Um, it sometimes can be when you are um, so used to, to having something like sugar or salt or something that your body will crave that. But the difference between, to me, between hunger and cravings is hunger is you will eat anything. Like you just want to eat, right? Cravings is when you're, craving something specific. Like when you're like, I want pizza, right? Um, so, but if you're like, if you're hungry, you're like, I, I just want to eat my food. Do you know what I mean? Pay attention to that. And it's the reason, it's one of the reason we ask it every week is I want to know, like, if your hunger is good, like it's, you're like, oh, I was a little hungry here and there. We're, we're probably good on your, your macros are probably good. If you're like, oh my God, I go to sleep starving. I wake up hungry. Like it's all I can think about. We probably need to up your calories. Like, and I would start slow, start with like a hundred calories. If you're stuffed, you want to usually break down the, when you're eating what, that's the first thing I would do. 
is pay attention to like maybe you're eating too many carbs in one sitting maybe you're eating too many protein maybe you're waiting uh and you're like uh back i mean not, i don't want to say front loading you're waiting to the end of the day because front loading being the, the beginning of the day you're, you're waiting to the end of the day to eat all your calories and you you're so stuffed from that um so you're like you know obviously not hungry uh so just pay attention to the breakdown um but that those that's the reason why i we asked the hunger the cravings is it could just mean like again going back to that crowding out like if you're craving chocolate i always recommend lily's chocolate love lily's chocolate it's made with stevia um it's it's amazing so there's so many things like if you're craving chips there's so many healthy chips out there go back to to number one when i said look at the back look at the ingredients you want it to be like potatoes avocado oil or coconut oil stay away from like canola oil um and like sea salt that that's all that needs to be in a chip to be honest (laughs) right so if you're craving it just have it and then just watch the serving size use that as a serving okay so this goes back to number two if you're it's okay to have chips i promise you chips are not going to be the end all uh, it's not going to ruin your diet. What happens is when we get we go to a Mexican restaurant and they put that damn bag of chips, that thing of chips in front of us and we just mindlessly eat it while we're drinking our margarita. And then they say, do you want another? And we say, yes, you've just eaten. If, if you've ever made tortilla chips, you've just eaten like 14 regular tortillas in one sitting. OK, that's the problem. It's not if you just have like a cup hand of chips and a little salsa. Salsa has like no freaking calories in it. You're good. Have as much as that you want. Most most salsas, unless it's like a mango salsa, which is going to have sugar. Most salsas are fine. You could just have that. It's usually the the, the sheer quantity <laughs> of it, right? So, if, so going back to my point, as I totally got sidetracked, if you, if you are getting a healthier version, you're good, you know? But consider that as your carb. That counts as one of the going back to the the breakdown. If you have four carbs, that's one of them, homie. So you gotta you gotta count it, okay? So um, what was I where was I going with that? Okay, so that was your hunger. Energy is really important. Like, what's your energy doing? Typically, people's energy starts when you start doing this, when you start tracking and paying attention, and just like crowding out the good stuff with the I mean the bad stuff with good stuff. Your energy starts going through the roof. You start noticing that you're like, oh, okay, this is good. This is good. Um, I And the reason I asked like the somebody the other day was their fat was super low, right? Because we still have that fallacy that fat makes you fat. You you need fat. Yes, you can get you can get too much, but you can also get too much of carbs. Like it, like I said, it's almost impossible to do too much of protein, but um, you can do too much fat. And what happens if you go to the other end of the spectrum and try to cut it out completely, you'll have brain fog, you'll be tired, you'll just feel like blah. So you want, that's why the energy is important, that question's important, because I want to pay attention, okay, where is that person, how's that person's energy, you know, uh, and how is that, how is what they're eating affecting them, you know, like I noticed I had to switch because I was paying attention to that. I can't eat oatmeal during the day. It is like taking a freaking sleeping pill. I just can't. And I love oatmeal. Oh, my God. I love it. I make it in the rice cooker and it's so good. Oh, my goodness. If you've never done that, put it in the rice cooker. I have a slow, a small rice cooker and it's so good. Anyway, but if I do want oatmeal, I have to eat it as my carb for dinner. So I'll have like breakfast for dinner because I can't. Because especially like if I know like if I've had like 
if I have a lot in my mind, I know like I might have trouble sleeping. Guess who's having oatmeal for dinner? <laughs> because that's just going to knock me out. But I paid attention to my energy was waning because I was eating it during the day. And I was like, well, so pay attention to those things. And cravings, like, like I said, I think I touched on that. I kind of did it backwards. But cravings go like if you're, oh, chocolate. Another one for chocolate is usually for females, you're craving magnesium, um, especially around your cycle. Make sure you're you're bringing magnesium into your diet that will uh, help eliminate the chocolate cravings. But it's it's about paying attention to those things because this is not gonna be like oh I decided I'm going to eat healthy and now now I'm gonna be perfect at it. <laughs> yeah, wish <laughs> if that if it was that easy, I would not have a business. <laughs> so it's not that easy. Okay, I wish it was that easy, but it ain't. All right, so. I hope that was helpful. That was uh, a lot more talking than I thought it was going to be. But I was, I'm trying to give you like action steps. Okay. So let's recap. Okay. So number one, too strict. If you're too strict on it, it's, it's a disaster waiting to happen. And I mean that with, I, I, it just is. Okay. I've seen it happen <laughs> so many times. Don't be too strict. Instead, be realistic. Um, know that if you're doing it for a short term, have a plan after. Let the good stuff crowd out the bad stuff and just slowly but surely make this a lifestyle. Let your body get acclimated. Let your body get used to it. Um, gonna, there's going to be some uncomfortableness. Go in there with that. Just like anything. Just know that. Okay. Number two, if your macros are out of whack, is just you're just not going to get results. It's just going to be if your calories are too high, if your calories are too low, like it's just not. Use a calculator, precision nutrition calculator. Highly recommend it. Or DM me. I, I can literally ask you like three or four questions and get this to you in like two seconds. Okay. I typically charge for this. Like we charge for nutrition coaching. Like I charge, and then this is one of the things that we do. I will give it to you. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I want you to have success in 2023 or whenever you're listening to this. Message me, get your freaking macros and pay attention to it. Okay. And then track it somehow. Like I said, break it down. That's going to be, and I will break it down. Like if you message me, I will show you how to do that. All you have to do is, is take the, the, the total grams divided by 30, 30 or 14. Okay. And if you get the, the precision nutrition, you could do that on your own. You just take whatever it tells you to do for your carbs divided by 30, whatever it tells you to do for your protein divided by 30. Um, and then whatever it tells you for your fat divided by 14, that number that you get is going to be the number of servings you need for each one. Okay. Super simple. Um, and, and simple, but not easy. So just know it is something that you want to pay attention to because you're probably, you, the odds are you were eating out of whack. So now you have to readjust to that. Okay. Three, create a weekend, your weekends and your weekend weekdays and weekends are out of whack or they're very different. Create a routine for those or your travel or whatever, Create a routine, and, and that could include like your vacations too. Like, what's your routine for vacations? I'm not saying don't enjoy it, uh, but still stick to those servings pretty much. Do you know what I mean? I, I consider that. When I am like, oh, I want a dessert, that dessert is a serving of carbs and fat. <laughs> it just is. So pay attention to that when you are eating, right? Um, and it's, it'll, it'll make your life a lot easier because you're, you're going to feel in control, of those days instead of letting those days control you okay and then before take your it's the issue is not taking into effect the uh, not taking into account the other factors your eating is not in a bubble you know what i mean it's not just like oh as long as you are eating 
you don't have to pay attention to anything else. You need to pay attention to what your sleep is doing. You need to pay attention to how much water you're drinking and you need to pay attention to your exercise and your the amount of exercise and the intensity of it. And if it goes up and down, your hunger, your energy, your cravings, those all are going to go up and down and you want to pay attention to those so that you can be at an optimal amount and, and fuel your body in a way that is sustainable and that you can do ongoing, right? Instead of just for a short, we could do anything for a month. Okay. You can push yourself. You can, you can do anything for a month, but who the hell wants to just do something for a month? And then you're going to go back to the way you were doing and get, gain all the weight back or get, or it, maybe you're not, your goal is not weight loss, whatever it is. You're going to go back to how you didn't want to feel. You're going to go back to the, to how you were feeling, which is what caught, what, whatever that feeling was, is what caused you to change it in the first place. So if you only do it for a month and you do it so you, you're doing these things that I just talked about, you're just going to go back to that. So we don't want that. Okay. All right. So that's it for today. If you have questions on this, I know this was a lot of information, but I wanted to start the year off with a lot of value and like action steps. Okay. Message me, email me, DM me. If most of my, most likely you found this on social media, send me a message. If you don't know my social media, it's Amy Catanio on Facebook and happy Amy Catanio on Instagram. Slide into my DMs, ask me a question. Don't be shy. All right. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to help people. I want you to be like my thing is helping people um, like clear out the BS, right? Like you'll tell me something and I'll be like, okay, just do this, this, and this. And you'll be like, what? Why didn't I see that? It's because I see those things. Okay. So, so I, I'm telling you, this is message me, ask me a question. I am more than happy to help. And that's it. I will see you guys next time. I thank you for listening and I can't wait to start this 2023 off with a bang. All right. I will see you guys later. Okay, guys, I'm back. So <laughs> I I ended the podcast and then I was looking at my notes for it and I was like, Jesus Christ, that was a lot. So here's what I'm going to do. If you go to amycatanio.com forward slash eating habits, there will be a downloadable PDF, a little one-sheeter that's going to compile all the stuff I just said. So you'll be able to, if you were driving or if just like, if you're like, ah, that was a lot, you'll be able to download that and work on all the things. It's going to say, this is the problem. This is what to do instead. So you'll be able to look at and say, okay, I'm doing that. I need to work on that. So like I said, amycatanio.com forward slash eating habits. It'll also be in the show notes. So it, whenever, if you got this on, um, or it doesn't matter where you got this from, but you'll be able to go in the show notes of the episode, whether you got it on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever, Spotify, you'll be able to look at it and you'll see the link to this podcast. It will be there and you'll be able to download it. Okay. All right. If you have any questions, comments, you can get that. Let me know and I will get that to you. All right. Now for real, I'm saying bye. so much for listening if you're enjoying the show so far it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review also be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode the happy health podcast is now on itunes spotify stitcher and all other major podcast platforms